Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick, Shots. Quick Shots. Welcome to Quick Shots with James and Mitch. Uh, Mitch, you're going to face two this week, yep. so I will serve you up the first one. Beautiful. And we'll go with uh, this one from Brad. We had, we had a few people asking us uh, following the bit we did on the tax cuts, some related questions. The first one from Brad, with the talk surrounding the Stage 3 tax cuts, do you think they will scrap negative gearing for property investors? Yeah, I've actually um, had this question asked to me as well uh, and it's appeared in a few of my group texts too. But um, look, firstly, I don't think so. Um, reason being is, well, number one, Chalmers ruled it straight out, um, who is the treasurer. He ruled that mm. out uh, immediately. And the other reason I don't think they will is because if you recall the last election, um, well, Bill, the Bill Shorten one where he had a laid lay down Mazare effectively to win that, mm. went near negative gearing and basically lost. Um, so I think politically it's a, it's a bold move to do, um, particularly in a housing crisis when really negative gearing incentivizes people to provide rental accommodation by allowing investors to, you know, at least get some, some, some tax back for, for costs they incur in, in association with their properties. So I don't think so, um, but who knows? Um, Anyway, uh, I'm going to give you this one, James, because I don't know the answer and I'm interested myself. <laughs> <laughs> Linnell has written in, um, in light of the stage three tax cuts, uh, will I be able to borrow more money without increasing my income? Absolutely. The banks look at your net income. So right. specifically your income less the tax, that, that's what they go off. So if you're paying less tax, then yes, Linnell, you're going to be able to borrow a little bit more money from 1 July when those tax uh, breaks and cuts are passed through. So I think keep an eye out on it uh, for it. Well, I think it's probably going to happen too at the same time that we start to see interest rates go down. So I, I believe that's going to be a big thing in the back end of the year. People's borrowing capacity is increasing substantially. So look, keep uh, your mortgage broker on, uh, you know, in, in contact and, and get in touch with them, you know, kind of around the middle of the year. Uh, Terry wants to know, I'm looking to buy two properties. Mm. Terry, the big spender, should I buy them next to each other or in different locations? That is a good question. That Pretty common great. one too, actually. And um, geez, be nice to be Terry. Buying, <laughs> buying two, two at once, yeah. a great man. Um, good on him, having so, a crack. So look, I think there's pros and cons um, for this particular scenario, for and against, buying two properties next to each other. So the pros, I think having properties side by side, if we're talking land, so you're obviously buying land as part of that asset, then you're going to have flexible or more flexible land use in the future for redevelopment. So for example, you could have two 400 square metre blocks next to each other. That's going to give you 800 square metres, which in 20 years time might be able to, you know, deliver units and that type of thing. So that's um, that's a good option for people looking to hold and uh, redevelop or sell for that purpose down the track. Mm. Um, I think some of the cons uh, against it, you pay more stamp duty if you're buying side by side. It's called aggregate duty. So you have a higher rate of stamp duty. And if you're only buying two properties, like you don't intend on buying any more, then you are limited to that one market. Whereas if you were diversifying, you could buy one property in say Brisbane, one property in Perth and, and diversify into two different markets that can provide growth at different times. So look, I think either option, um, buying two properties is going to be good for you. But yeah, there's, there's fours and against depending on what you're looking at doing. Very good. Very good. 
And good question, uh, Terry, Brad and Linnell, all, all good questions today. Guys, if you have any questions for us, please send them through. Our emails and our social handles are in the show notes. Other than that, have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you at Super Bowl next week. So we might uh, have to touch week. on a little bit of the, the Super Bowl stuff. That's who's, always um, quite interesting. Who's your pick for that? Oh, I mean, hard to go past Mahomes. He's just a, a freak, isn't mm, he? He is, hey. Yeah, I'm not I'm not massive into NFL like you, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Chiefs. We will know, we will know and, and talk on that next week. See ya. Have a great uh, weekend, guys, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.